Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. Now, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Oilers and Eskimos. 630 Chad. All right, good to have you along for the ride. Inside Sports on 630, Chet. Thanks so much for tuning in. Been a fun show so far. A lot more to get to, including a three-time Super Bowl champion. We're going to also talk to uh, Victor Valamaki, president of Triumph Fighting Championships. They have a card coming up this Friday. We'll tell you what's going on there. But uh, some news today concerning Hockey Edmonton. I'm pleased to bring bring in Mark Dorham, the president of Hockey Edmonton. Hey, Mark, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Reed, for inviting us. Yeah, good to talk to you. I, I'm, I'm glad to give you guys an opportunity to, to update uh, what happened uh, today, or I guess the decision that was announced today. Look, I have the, I have the press release, but nobody wants to hear me just read off it. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit what, what, uh, what now is happening with the Bantam and Midget Hockey in Edmonton? Well, last uh, Wednesday, the uh, board made the decision that... Um Checking body checking would continue in the elite stream of hockey, which would be AAA, AA, and A, uh, and uh, and also in B hockey. And uh, those are the teams that generally go to provincial championships. Um, tiers uh, in the Federation League uh, three down, which will actually be renumbered to one down. Uh, there will actually be no body checking this coming season. Now, it, what spurred this change? Was this uh, was this something parents wanted? Was this something coaches wanted? Is this something other jurisdictions are, are doing now? What can you tell us there, Mark? Well, actually, it's all of the above. Okay. Um, you know, we've had a lot of requests by parents. Uh, you know, we want to see the number of injuries go down. Uh, Calgary actually introduced uh, no body checking in Bantam last year in the same categories. Uh, and so uh, Edmonton will be following suit, uh, but we'll also be taking it into the midget realm too. Okay, so that's maybe that's what makes Edmonton a little bit different, eh? is that it's it's not going to be in midget as well. Right. So so what will happen is is it will both be in Bantam and midget here in in Edmonton, but we're hearing from other jurisdictions that they're going to be moving it into midget as well. Was there? I mean, we're all aware of. The the whole concussion issue today that that is uh, well you know prominent in all contact sports I suppose not just hockey but but certainly uh, certainly in hockey with some of the body contact w- was were you finding that uh, kids especially playing the less competitive levels of the game were being I don't know if unnecessarily hurt is is the right term but maybe there were more injuries injuries than than people were comfortable with. Yes, it, we found that, and, and actually it, it accounts to 45 to 86 percent of the injuries uh, happening at the lower levels. Uh, and so we're seeing actually a, a, 
you know, a ma- not a mass exodus, but a number of, of, of uh, players leaving the game uh, just because of the physicality. Um, you know, when, when you get into, well, you know, like, you know, when we were all going to high school, you had all shapes and sizes when it came, you know, comes to uh, young men. Um, and so we've got uh, some uh, young guys standing over six feet weighing in at 190 pounds. And then we have some that are, you know, five foot five uh, weighing in at 130. Um, you know, and so the big thing is, is that uh, we wanted to make sure that we keep uh, kids in the game and uh, that what ends up happening is, you know, we, we reduce the injury. Mark Doran, president of Hockey Edmonton, joining us on Inside Sports. I, I understand where you're coming from with this, but let me ask you the, the devil's advocate question here, um, because I, I know when you're when you're dealing with with something like this and hockey in this country, there's almost never a consensus, and everybody's very passionate about whatever they believe the game should be. And what do you say to the people who are arguing? But you're taking a vital element of the game away from the game you know hockey is meant to be physical it is meant to provide physical challenges that helps you know young people play under adversity or become stronger all that kind of stuff how do you respond to that argument well i think the big thing is is people get confused about body checking and body contact um you know and so people automatically think well when they say no body checking that means absolutely no body contact well that's that's actually wrong um there will still be body contact, but it will be things like angling into the boards, um, you know, rubbing out, uh, you know, there'll be still some bumping, uh, you know, but there won't be those head-on uh, body checking that, that uh, you know, that happens right now in, in both Bantam and, and Midget. You know, so what we have found and, and what Calgary actually uh, uh, over the last year in, in Bantam have actually been, been able to, to prove to everybody is that the penalties actually are down. Um, the animosity in the rink is down amongst parents. Um, and uh, the scrums at the end of plays are also down. And they're also finding actually there's been an increased focus on skating, shooting, and uh, passing. So, so the skill levels are, are actually going up. Uh, and uh, the pace of play is also improved. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's really done some remarkable things down there. And, you know, we hope to repeat it here in Edmonton. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting stuff. And, and I know, uh, Mark, just from hosting this show and talking to people and, and, and reading stuff, it, it seems to me that when it comes to, and a lot of times it's a, it's a parent, parental decision or parents are heavily involved, obviously, in their, in their kids' lives, that, why did you pull your child out of this sport or why did you support the kid's decision not to continue? It often comes down to cost or the risk of injury. So certainly, you know, you're addressing the, the risk of injury here. What, what's being done, I don't know if it's at a Hockey Edmonton level or right up through Hockey Canada, uh, you know, some of their direction, but it, it, for when body checking is fully introduced, are, are there the mechanisms and the teachings in place so safe and correct body checking is being taught to the kids. Uh, yes, sir. There, you know, the the um, education is is there, and and it would it'll still be taught at Hockey Edmonton. Um, you know, because some of the teams like the Community Hockey One, uh, you know, will still most likely be uh, affiliated with either the Bantam AB or the Midget AB programs. 
um, you know, so they need to know uh, how to how to properly body check. Um, you know, but sometimes what ends up happening is is a coach will forget about the the body contact part of the body checking. You know, so what it is is it ends up being a, a hitting clinic instead of actually a proper body checking clinic. Uh. Uh, and so, so there's going to be a lot of education with coaches on on really how do we teach proper body checking. Okay, I got gotcha. you, Mark. Thanks for the update on this. Uh, I, I think an important decision and one that I uh, hope is able to keep more kids involved and uh, healthy playing our great sport. HockeyEdmonton.ca if they want to find out more. That's it. Right on. Mark, good to talk to you again. Take care. Thanks, Reed. That is Mark Dorham checking in tonight. He is the president of Hockey Edmonton. So, yeah, to clarify, body checking uh, removed from some Bantam and Midget divisions. The, the higher levels for the teams that actually go to provincials, there still will be body checking. Uh, body checking comes out of some of the, uh, I don't know if I want to call it more recreational divisions, but maybe more of the house league type divisions, there still will be body contact, as Mark said. So you can still have angling, um, you know, you can still have a rub into the boards, but more of the the full-on hitting being removed uh, in some bantam and midget divisions. So there you go with that. You can tell me what you think by texting 630-630. The phone number is 780-496-0063. It is 814. I'll give you an NHL update, and you will hear from three-time Super Bowl champ Troy Brown when we get back. for breaking news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. It is 8-18. It is a 1-0 lead for the St. Louis Blues in Chicago. Tarasenko, his second of the playoffs. McGinn has scored for the Ducks. They're up 1-0 on the Predators, both games late in the first period. The Lightning beat the Red Wings 3-2. The Penguins over the Rangers 3-1. So the Pens are up two games to one. The Lightning are up 3-1 in the series. The Blue Jays win 4-3 over the Orioles. It is uh, Marcus Stroman improving to 3-0. Seven innings, six hits, gave up three runs. He struck out three, allowed a couple of homers. Osuna gets the save today, already his fifth of the season. And uh, the Blue Jays getting two RBIs from Tulowitzki, another one from Bautista, another one from Goins. As the Jays get up to 8-7 and seven on the season, the Orioles now 8-4 and four after a 7-0 and oh start. Well, got to say congratulations to uh, Brentwood Elementary School in Sherwood Park. They won a national contest, one of four schools through the uh, NFL Play 60 program. And uh, one of the benefits of that, they got a visit from three-time Super Bowl champion, former receiver from the New England Patriots, Troy Brown. We sent Dave Campbell out to talk to Troy. Well, Troy, welcome to the Edmonton area, specifically Sherwood Park, Alberta, here at Brentwood Elementary. Uh, what brings you by? Yeah, just promoting NFL 60. Uh, it's a great program that the NFL has. Uh, I know they did it back in the States a lot. My first time doing it over here yeah. in Canada, but it's a great program just to, to promote these kids to get outside and exercise at least 60 minutes a day. So and uh, mm-hmm. it's becoming really important to the league, myself, and uh, a lot of other players throughout the league as well to uh, get these kids off the couch, off the video games, and, <laughs> and just stay active, man, just keep moving. So it, it's great for their long-term health. Yeah, you mentioned getting kids outside and that the challenge of of that is seem, yeah. seems to be there, there's a war going on between inside play which is 
you know, I, I imagine there's there's some place for it, but getting kids outside away from their gadgets, away from their, their yeah. video games. The problem with inside play is it's mostly sitting down with their thumbs doing all the work. So that's the problem <laughs> with inside play. There's no, I mean, you could get inside and do stuff as well. You know, especially you know, I'm in, I'm in New England and we get snow, we get stuck inside a lot as well. Yeah. You can also do stuff inside and. And fun stuff too, you know, have a push up contest, you know, sit up contest, whatever it may be. Something that's just challenging and fun to you. And uh, do that for an hour a day as well. So, uh, so I mean, whatever the, the, the challenge is, or the, whatever the, uh, you know, people going back and forth about inside, outside, you know, it's yeah. definitely, you don't need to be on video games 24 hours a day. Well, you know, and, and get outside, soak up some of the sunshine, which is healthy for you as well. And get off your butts, you know, and just, just get moving, just do something active. It's okay to play a bit of Madden, but get outside and... Yeah, it's not, you want to play Madden, that's fine and dandy, but at least take that 24, take that 60 minutes of your day and get outside and do something, you know, move around and stay active. By the way, we share the same weather. So we, we get we get New yes. England. I think New England would get Edmonton yeah. and Sherwood Park and that sort of thing. So we share that. Uh, how long have you been promoting Play 60? I've done a several events from over the years, especially since I've been retired. So I've been nine years. So yeah. done them in West Virginia. I've done them in, in, in uh, New England as well. And uh, first time doing one in Canada. So it's, uh, you know, something that, you, that I do when I'm when I'm available to do them and mm -hmm. asked to do them so I got to know these guys uh, Chris and Tammy and, and they thought I would be a great guy to come up here to Edmonton and do this event with these guys here at uh, Brentwood Elementary. You said you've been retired for nine years. Yes sir. 15 year NFL career with the New England Patriots three-time Super Bowl champion. How, how are those nine years gone for you? <laughs> it's gone by fast yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I, I continue to stay around the game. I do some uh, analyst work for Comcast back in New England and mm -hmm. and uh, do a little bit of uh, working out some kids here on the side, you know, to, you know, to keep them in shape. And so I, I, I've, I've been busy, you know, chasing my kids around. That they, they play a lot of soccer, so chasing them around and staying active with them. So it, it makes the time go by. The transition's been pretty good then? It's been pretty good. You know, no, no issues with me as far as... Uh, Missing the game that much, you know, I mm -hmm. think I had my field was able to win, so I think that helped me out a lot that we won three Super Bowls and played in five. That uh, helped me with that transition of, of not leaving too bitter, of not having won anything, so <laughs> that helped a lot. So, But it's, it's been great, you know, but you, you still miss the camaraderie of the, of the locker room and the guys and that atmosphere that you, you can't replace. So you won three Super Bowls. Do you have a favorite one? I mean, a lot, a lot of athletes are going to say the first one, but yeah. but when you look at all three, is there one that stands out the most? Man, they were all so special and important. Uh, but you really, I know as people do say the first one, but for us, that first one was really special because of so many things that happened to our football team. You know, losing our quarterback coach, Drew Bledsoe getting hurt, Tom Brady stepping in, and then of course 9/11 happening after week one of the season. You know, it just changed everybody's perspective and the way we live. You know, and, and the way we travel and everything else, you know, and uh, so it, that changed a lot and that made it really special. It made it a, a really great year for the Patriots. You know, what an ending to the season to have the Patriots win the Super Bowl when you had people, you know, talking about doing things the Patriot way. You know, we become very patriotic in those times and, uh, and we needed it. You played both ways in 04, right? Uh, 04 and then they were able to play defense in 04 as well and uh, that made us, made us Super Bowl great as well. Been able to help my team uh, overcome the loss of uh, some second members in the secondary and and uh, not losing games with me back there playing <laughs> in the secondary. So it was uh, you know pretty pretty great. Tom Brady, 
What's he like as a person? What's he like as a quarterback? There's a lot of, he seems to be a polarizing figure for people on the outside, but you know him pretty well. What's he he like? He's really great. He's a great guy, special guy. I mean, really just wants to be like everybody else, you know, when it comes to, you know, being able to socialize and and hang out with the fellas. And, you know, so he doesn't really put himself above anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, we think you would think a guy that status would be, you know, pretty cocky, pretty arrogant, but he's tried his best to maintain uh, his humbleness mm-hmm. and, uh, and and make everybody feel comfortable around him. Your former head coach, said, Bill Belichick, said best quarterback ever. Agree with that? Uh, without a doubt. <laughs> you know, best quarterback ever and and be hard to argue that. Yeah. You know, you look at his body of work and what he did and where he came from as a six-round pick that uh, couldn't even get a, a real starting job in college, yeah. you know, to where he is now. And I, nobody's worked harder than he has. You know, people can argue about this guy, that guy, but when it comes down to it and it comes down to winning, you know, nobody's done it better than Tom Brady. Well, it's good to meet you. It's nice to have you up here in the Edmonton area in Sherwood Park. Do you have one bit of, I don't want to say advice, but encouragement for kids that might be listening about play 60 and making sure you get out and get active as the, the weather's turning really nice here? Just get up. Like you said, get up, stay active, get outside. Just make yourself go outside. Call a friend. You want to throw the football around? You know, you'd be surprised at how fast those 60 minutes go by if you just get up get up, and get out there. It'll be beneficial to you in the long run for your health and uh, and your, your friend's health and, and even your future family member's health. So it's very important. Thank you, Troy. Thank you. Right on, that is Dave Campbell speaking to Troy Brown. They talked at Brentwood Elementary School in Sherwood Park earlier today. Congratulations to uh, Brentwood. They won a national contest, got a visit from Troy Brown. He uh, is now 44. You know, you talk how rare it is for a guy to play his whole career with one team. Troy Brown, New England Patriots, 1993 to 2007. Man, that's quite a career in pro football, especially to stay with one team. Three-time Super Bowl champion, played in five Super Bowls. He was an All-Pro in 2001, and he's in the New England Patriots Hall of Fame. Eighth-round draft pick in 1993, 198th overall. Turned out okay. The Patriots should just not even draft in the early rounds. Just get the Bradys and the Browns later on in the draft. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Inside Sports on 6:30, Chet. We'll keep you updated on the NHL scoreboard. You'll hear a little bit from Jerry Fleming, who coaches the Oilers' farm team. And uh, we'll talk about the Triumph Fighting Championship with Victor Valimaki when we get back. This is Mike Riley from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. listening tonight inside sports on 6:30 Chet My name is Reed Wilkins Tomorrow this will be fun two members of the Eskimos offensive line Tony Washington and DeAnthony Batiste will be in studio looking forward to talking to those gentlemen as they get ready for a new season On the line right now Victor Valamaki president of Triumph Fighting Championship Hey Victor welcome back to the show how you been man I'm doing pretty good man yeah, thank, yeah, thanks for making time for me. I, I know I got a busy week. Uh, t- first of all, before we get into what you got coming up this week and some of the good work that you're doing with that as well, tell me a little bit about uh, Triumph Fighting. How long have you been going with this now? 
This is uh, actually our inaugural event. So this is the first one. Um, you know, anyone who knows me know I've been, kind of been in and around MMA for a long time, but this is our first uh, kick at the kick of the can for uh, promoting. Well, tell me what it's like to get this started, because I imagine that's challenging. I mean, if I wanted to start another pro hockey league, I, I, I might have some competition from a little thing known as the NHL or, or whatever. I mean, uh, MMA, um, I imagine it, uh, there's, there's competition out there and stuff. So how uh, how'd you get why, – why was there a need here for Triumph Fighting? Let me put it that way first. Well, it, it, the, the scene locally has actually changed quite a bit over the last little bit. I mean, even as early as a year to two years ago, there was five or six different events based out of Edmonton uh, running shows. So you could go to three different MMA event, events in, in one month. Um, but things have changed. I mean, we uh, a few of them left town. MFC, which was the big one here, uh, stopped running shows. He, he's off kind of doing other things. and So we're just left to one one organization, which is a bit of a smaller one. It's a really good building organization for, for up-and-coming fighters. But we wanted to do something bigger. We wanted to bring in international fighters and, and kind of fill the fill the boots of some of the bigger organizations that have, that have left. All right. Well, so this is great. So you're flying into it this weekend, uh, Friday night at the Shaw Conference Center, right? So tell us a little bit about uh, uh, who's going to be there, maybe some of the headliners that we're looking at. Yeah, main event. The main event is uh, Tom Galecchio versus our local guy, Andrew McKinnis. These guys were supposed to fight for the MFC lightweight belt for uh, about a year and a half ago, back for the MFC before it uh, before they stopped running shows. And uh, ever since, these guys have had a lot of bad blood. They've been going at it on Twitter and Facebook and calling each other out. And, and uh, you know, that's a fight I wanted to see back then. So that was the first fight I signed for this fight, uh, you know, a little bit of bad blood and and you know smack talk never hurts uh, hurts uh, ticket sales so kind of jumped right on that one but we have no exaggeration probably four or five different big prospects right now that if they win on Friday they'll be off to the UFC uh, we have uh, guys like Lenny Wheeler um, who if he wins he's gone for sure yeah big ones Yoni Sherbatov out of Montreal he's kind of the next. GSP, everyone's calling him. Um, he's five and zero right now. A uh, couple of pro boxing wins, and he's just running through pretty much everybody. And he's kind of the next, next, uh, next big hype guy that they're talking about. So we have a lot of really good guys. We have guys coming from Europe, New Zealand, the states, all over Canada. Uh, a couple of local of uh, the big local guys. So you know, we're really trying to to push a big show, and and uh, you know, that's why we jumped at the Shaw Conference Center for our, for our venue. Uh, instead of you know starting small and building up, we wanted to go big right off the right off the hop. Yeah, well, Victor, good for you. Thinking big for sure. Uh, uh, before I get into some, something else special you have going on with this event, I mean, you mentioned that if a couple guys, a few guys, if they win this weekend, you know, do well, they might get a shot to go UFC. Is that how it works in in the hierarchy here? That UFC's looking at. You know things like triumph fighting and thinking. All right, who are the guys that are ready to 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 step up? I mean, is it is it comparable AAA to Major League Baseball, or how would you describe it to to casual fans? I would say that's kind of what we're aiming for. I mean, you know, I don't want to compete with UFC. It's a, it's a losing game, and even the guys throwing millions and millions and millions of dollars at it, like Bellator and World Series of Fighting, they're they're fighting a losing battle. So, uh, you know, I'd I'd much rather be a you know, sort of a farm team for it. your AAA, and I don't want to hand off all my fighters, build these guys up, and have them go. But 
I'm not going to hold them back. I mean, that's kind of the that's the NHL for us is the, is the UFC. So that's kind of the you know everyone's dream to to, to get into, or at least most guys. So um, you know, if they want to go, I'm not going to hold them back. I, you know, I put Zufa clauses in. Zufa is the parent company for UFC. I put those in in a lot of the contracts for the for the guys who are right on the cusp of going, but. That's just where we sit right now. I wanted to get the best guys that aren't locked down by the UFC. Uh, so it's kind of a natural progression for them if they, um, you know, and a lot of them have been told straight out by UFC that if they win this Friday, they'll be going. And, you know, it just legitimizes us a little bit more having these high-level guys. You know, if they, if they go off and, and you go to UFC and do well, I mean, it, it makes us look that much better so. well well absolutely i i, I agree i mean it it, it 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 just builds you guys up if, if you have your top guys going on to ufc so good thinking there as well victor before i let you go i and i want to let you tell most of the story but uh this is going to be more than just a uh, a fight card coming up uh triumph fighting making its debut april 22nd at shaw conference center uh you're doing something very important for charity as well tell us about this yeah, so we've, we've, we've changed a couple of things with our charity just uh, because the charities, there's a certain protocol you have to do with them. So um, it's changed a little bit. We're working with iHuman, which is a local youth um, um, youth services um, here in town that, that helps you know families get out of poverty and youth get out of poverty. We're really helping them. And then another one is the Safe Team Animal Rescue, um, you know, um, rescue animals, things like this. We're throwing a lot of money if we can, to them. So we, uh, Arctic Spas is one of our big sponsors, along with the West Edmonton Mall. Um, and they've been uh, gracious enough to actually donate a $10,000 hot tub to us that we're going to raffle off that night. So we're actually going to give it away on fight night. Um, we're working on something else, but I can't really say it yet until it's you know pen to, pen to paper. But we're going to be raffling off some, some really big prizes to this thing, and all the, all the proceeds um, going to uh, Safe Team and Old Charity. Um, so we're going to be doing that. Um, so, you know, it, it, there's a lot of good that we're trying to do with this as well. I've been trying to align us with some good uh, some good charities. Yeah, well, that's good thinking. All right, Victor, well, th- thanks for uh, keeping us updated on this. I wish you all the best in this venture, and uh, definitely uh, keep us posted how things go. Well, I'll be on air Friday, but uh, if people want to go, uh, triumphfighting.com for more information, ticket info, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. You can, uh, there's general admission tickets uh, through triumphfighting.com or ticketmaster.ca, uh, as well as all our VIPs. We have cage-side VIP and dinner tables. We get a three-course dinner and all that with it. Um, and you can get those through uh, triumphfighting.com. Okay, perfect. Victor, all the best. I know you're busy getting everything ready here, so thanks for making time for Inside Sports. I'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Right on. That is Victor Valamaki checking in tonight. Again, Triumph Fighting Championship Friday, Shock Conference Center. Going to be fun. They're getting rolling. Triumphfighting.com for more information. Good stuff. Good to have Victor back on the show. 780-496-0063. 780-496-0063. What are we going to do today? Caller number three, since it's the third book we're giving away. Sounds good. John Stanton, founder of The Running Room, was uh, in studio with me on Friday. He left some copies of his book, Running. Very informative. If you're an experienced runner, you want some tips, or if you're looking to get into uh, distance running, which uh, I did about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Been a great addition to my life. It was great to have John in studio. Really cool book, too. 780-496-0063. Caller number three gets the book. All right, it's 842. got to take a quick timeout. 
NHL scoreboard, some comments from uh, Jerry Fleming about the Bakersfield Condor season that ended over the weekend when we get back. This is Oscar Kleftbaum from your Edmonton Oiler, and you're listening to the Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Shad. All right, it's 8.45. Hey, Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors had an MRI. No serious structural damage to his right angle. He does remain questionable for uh, Thursday at Houston. Warriors are up 2-0 in that best-of-seven first-round series. As we check your scoreboard tonight, courtesy of Crystal Glass, for all your glass needs, call 310-GLASS today. Frederick Anderson in goal for the Anaheim Ducks tonight, replacing John Gibson. The Ducks are up 1-0 on the Preds. Five minutes into the second period, Jamie McGinn with the only goal in that game. Blues 1, Blackhawks nothing early second period. Tarasenko with his second of the playoffs. Kucherov, two more goals for the Lightning. He's up to five as Tampa Bay beats Detroit 3-2 to take a 3-1 series lead. Pittsburgh knocks off the New York Rangers 3-1. Crosby, Cullen, and Latang for the Pens. Nash for the uh, New York Rangers. Oh, you know what I want to play here, Kellen? Just because uh, Dave Campbell's been keeping a running tally. Here are all the overtime goals so far in the playoffs. Let's hear them. The Petrangelo right point, the back is left circle. To Meester out near the left point, the back is bottom of the left circle. He shoots! He scores! This one deflected off of Trevor Van Riemsdyk and in behind Corey okay. Crawford. Now that's the Chicago the call, obviously, in <laughs> goal in game one. Puck is loose. Bailey trying to get it to go, and he just couldn't get the shot through in the slot with Luongo down low. Nelson in the slot for Hickey. Shoots and scores! Hickey has won it in overtime for the New York Islanders. They win it 4-3, and it's Bedlam in Brooklyn. Big hit by Brown. Good hit there on Donskoy as he battles. Leaves it now for Pearson. Many two-on-one. Left side. Pearson shoots. He scores! Tanner Pearson. Overtime game-winning goal. The Kings win it 2-1. All the overtime games so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thanks for Dave for keeping track of that for us. Other notes today, Pierre-Edward Belmar of the Flyers suspended one game for that check from behind on Dmitry Orloff last night. Oh, I forgot to mention Matt Murray was the uh, goaltender for the Penguins tonight, back from injury. He got the win. At the Under-18 World Championships in Grand Forks, North Dakota, Canada, 4-0 in round-robin play, beating Finland 3-1 today. Edmonton's David Quenville had a goal for Canada. All right, 8.48, Inside Sports on 6.30. Chet had Brian Hayward on the show last night, Anaheim Ducks analyst, and I asked him about Patrick Maroon, the former Duck, now an Oiler. First of all, he's incredibly well-liked guy, teammates level, and, you know, he fights, and he goes into the dirty areas, and, and, and I know that that's, something that the Oilers were looking for to, to add that kind of element to their roster. Um, Pat got off to a real slow start with Anaheim. I, I don't think he was in terrific shape when he reported the training camp. Um, and he wasn't the only one, by the way. I, I think Anaheim had, had, you know, this this was a team in Anaheim that had lost three consecutive game sevens at home. And I, I think all of the players, not all of them, but a lot of them took the approach that, you know, it doesn't really matter what happens in the regular season. We're good enough that we're going to be a playoff team, and it really just matters what we do in the postseason. And it showed that they weren't ready to start the year. And you know, General Manager Bob Murray has said this many times, and this is the way he feels about this season. Um, and, you know, Pat was just a, a guy. 
guy that for whatever reason I, I think had kind of lost sight of what what he had worked so hard to get to, you know to to get to the front of the net to to be a physical presence every game. There are a lot of activities. And I, I'm sure the trade for Pat was a big wake up call for him because, like I said, a, a well liked player, and when he's playing at the top of his game, I think he's a valuable commodity. We've had. You know, similar type players to Patrick Maroon, um, you know, Dustin Penner when he was playing well was similar, you know, similar frame and, and soft hands around the front of the net. But Pat brings a little bit more because he fights and, and he's grittier. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm real happy that things are working out for him. And, and what, a, what an incentive, what a carrot for him to be able to play with Connor McDavid, have some success. And, and I've already heard, you know, Todd McClellan dangle that carrot that if he does some of the things that we want him to do, that he'll start the season playing with David. Well, I can guarantee you what he wants him to do is to improve his condition. And if he does that, you know, he can make himself a lot of money by playing with a guy like that. Well, no doubt about it. That's Brian Hayward from the Anaheim Ducks broadcast booth on with us uh, last night. Uh, Some comments on Patrick Maroon. I thought it was interesting how he basically said the Ducks maybe didn't have the intensity that they needed in the summer to come back strong, and that led to their slow start, five shutouts in the first eight games. They have, uh, well, they did turn it around in the season, and they're trying to turn around the playoff series against the Predators. They're up one nothing so far. I want to remind you to go to 630ched.com to take part in the 23rd Gary Drager Memorial Golf Classic. It'll be held at the Links in Spruce Grove on Friday, June 17th, 144 golfers. You'll start at 8.30 in the morning. If you register as an early bird before May 16th, you'll be entered to win a $500 gift card to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. This is all in honor of uh, Head 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous Elf Gary Dreger, and all proceeds from the tournament go to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous, helping to bring Christmas to over 25,000 Edmonton children every year. This is an absolutely great event. We would love it if you could take part and help out 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. Go to our website, please. All right. Jerry Fleming is the head coach of the Oilers farm team, the Bakersfield Condors. They did not make the playoffs. One of the big stories for them was Bogdan Yakimov, the uh, center who started with Bakersfield, then he went home to Russia, and then he came back. Fleming explains. You know, double-edged sword there. He, he thinks that, uh, you know, going back helped him not only uh, physically but mentally. He says it's a different game. They, they, they play a little bit differently. So oh, maybe a little more skill set is required, so you really have to be focused on that. But he came back, and, and uh, you know, uh, kudos for him coming back and trying to help us. Um, you know, he was good on draws for us down the stretch. Obviously, we'd like to have seen a little more offense from him, but it wasn't from lack of try on us, for sure. All right, a lot of eyes on Mitch Moraz as he tries to come up through the Oilers system as well. Remember, he was taken in the second round by the Oilers in 2012. Nobody really expected him to go as high as he did, and Fleming said Moraz had to battle through an injury-plagued season. Well, I think those injuries have set him back in his development for a little bit, but, uh, you know, um, there's definitely uh, you know some growth there, and when he was in the lineup, we saw improvements from game to game. So that's always a, a bright sign. But yeah, he's going to take a little bit of time. Some guys uh, make the adjustment quickly, and some guys takes a little bit of time. So Mitch is one of those guys that might take a little bit longer. Well, and the Oilers here, they, I mean, look, we talk about the, the rebuild, and you know I hate that word at the NHL level. they got to start to stock that farm team, too. Maybe some more defensive prospects 
than forward prospects. And we talked on the show yesterday about the Oilers not having a homegrown 20-goal scorer that they drafted after the first round since Sean Horkoff got 21 goals in 2008. So secondary scoring, support scoring has been a problem from the Oilers. They've had to look outside the organization to try to get it. I don't know if there's a lot there on the farm right now unless some guys really start to blossom. And Fleming was talking about the Condors needing some more scoring next season. Yeah, I think we need a skilled, yeah, definitely. I think putting the puck in the net is obviously important. You have to have guys that have that ability to do that. And a skill set is required, a high skill set, if you're going to do it consistently. I think some of the guys that, that, that we're looking at, you know, there was improvements with J.J. We didn't see, uh, you know, that he was going to bring that off. We didn't project at the beginning of the season him being that offensively, and he, he did a good job in that role. I think Sleppy got better as we went on, and I think you'll see more offense from him next year. Um, it's always tough uh, when you don't understand the language, different culture, uh, the game's a little bit uh, different here. Uh, just the size of the ice and the way that uh, the philosophies are. So it took him a little while to adapt to that. But I, I think there, there were signs towards the end of the year that he does have that club in his bag and he's got a good skill set. He's big. He's, he just needs time to get comfortable. All right, that is Jerry Fleming, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Get that full interview by going to the Oilers Now page on 630Ched.com. He was on with Bob Stoffer earlier today. All right, it is 8.55. Just giving you a quick update here. Still one nothing for the Ducks over the Predators. Eight minutes into the second period. Blues leading Chicago one nothing. Also eight minutes into the second period. Penguins beat the Rangers 3-1 to lead the series 2-1. Lightning knock off the Wings 3-2 to lead the series 3-1. Well, Kellen, are you in tomorrow, buddy? Uh, I am not in tomorrow, but I'll be back Thursday night. All right. Well, who's ever in tomorrow is going to get a treat. I'm in tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, In studio with Eskimos offensive lineman Tony Washington and DeAnthony Batiste. We might need a bigger studio. I will be listening. These are large gentlemen. Uh, Great Cup champions getting ready for the new season. Kelly Rudy also scheduled to join us, as is Texas Stars head coach Derek Laxtall from right Edmonton. It's going to be Laxtall versus Akins in the first round of the AHL playoffs. Texas that is Stars cool. against the San Diego Gulls. That, that is so cool that, that that matchup has ended up that way. That's going to be neat to see what happens there. Chicago has tied it against St. Louis. 10:48 left in the second period. Looks like Hosa got the goal so that game is now 1-1 hey thanks for tuning in tonight always great to have you listen to the show thanks to everybody who texted in to 630-630 the studio producer this evening the one and only Kellen Kennedy the producer of the show is Dave Campbell the executive producer of Inside Sports on 630-CHED is Sid Smith my name is Reed Wilkins thanks to all our guests tonight you heard from Victor Valamaki of Triumph Fighting Troy Brown, former New England Patriot, was on the show, as were two men from the 1966 Memorial Cup champion Edmonton Oil Kings, Al Hamilton and Bob Falkenberg. You had L.A. Kings play-by-play voice Nick Nixon on your radio, and you also heard from Steve Coates, the radio color analyst for the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm Reed Wilkins. Talk to you tomorrow. Sky, heaven so close. 6.30 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.